You and this damn microphone. Always. Always. <laughs> I just wanted to sit right. It like wasn't sitting right, damn it. Okay. Jesus, we'd be ready to start the episode, start recording, and here's Ashley fixes her microphone. Like, what are you? <laughs> it was too far. It was too far. <sighs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode <laughs> of, YA. of YA at Heart. YA at Heart. You guys, we started the new book, These, These Hollow Vows by Lexi Ryan. I'm feeling it. Same. So immediately, I remember in the last episode, we talked about how uh, the this book was supposedly described as if the cruel prince and from Blood and Ash and Akatar had like a baby. Yeah, it's I, accurate. It's super accurate because I started picking up on stuff. I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> right? Right? And I was like, oh, this bitch is a like smarter version of Feyre. <laughs> <laughs> and a more likable version of Feyre. She's poppy, guys. No. <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't, I'm not talking shit about you, Feyre stands. Like who you like. Even Tamlin stands. Like, like who you like, guys, but. Tool in the box. No. No. And we're not even talking about the fact that she couldn't read. Right. We're talking no, no, about no. Like, just her logic and her decision making was just trash. Right. <laughs> like the thought process for her to get there just isn't, is not there. It's not there. Right. So, and if you want to know why, go listen to our previous episodes on Avatar. <laughs> so, <laughs> for this episode, we read through chapters one through eight. Uh, before we get into it, please make sure you guys follow us on social media. Social media. Damn. YA at Heart Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. No. Ah, fuck. You have Podcast. Cast, yes. On Instagram and on fucking TikTok and YA at Heart Pod on Twitter. Jeez. It's like it's like I haven't spoken words all day. And now that I have to say them in a coherent sentence. Yes. <laughs> My brain is malfunctioning. So let's go ahead and kick off with chapter one. Okay, so chapter one. We meet our heroine, basically. She is in the process of breaking and entering. <laughs> she is breaking I love and it. entering. I was like, oh. Already, I love it. I was like, all right, we're here. I was like, yup. We started, the ball is already rolling. It's it's there. Um, it was, This it, is it for me? Yes. She is breaking and entering into this guy's house. His name's um, Cretan Gorst. Gorst? I think it's Gorst. Gorst, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, He's a filthy fucking deranged man. Yeah. So she breaks in and basically this this man specifically, from what is described, um, I don't know if he's he's almost like a pimp, isn't he? Yeah, he runs a brothel. The way he gets the girls to work for him is that there's contracts, basically. Um, and the girls have to sign the contracts and then they work for him and they have to pay off their debts. Yeah, and they're not just any contracts, they're magical contracts. Right, exactly. So this whole situation takes place in, there's a map in the beginning of this book where you have Wild Fae Lands. Yes, this is a fairy book. Um, you have Wild Fae Lands, Seely Court, uh, Unseely Court, and then there's a bunch of little places. Oh, hold on. This is my this is my second time looking at this map. Where did this bitch come from? Oh, that's a really good question. Oh, oh, would it be the refugee camp? No. Maybe? No, because she, because her aunt lived. But she, um, she jumped through a portal. She did. She jumped through a portal that took her directly to the, the Sealy Court, the Golden Palace. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, well, where the fuck? 
where's she staying at? Uh, we'll get to it later. I don't think they. I don't think they're showing it on this map. Okay, so as I was saying, so like basically, she's breaking and entering into Cretan's house. She's trying to steal a certain amount in order to pay what is due that month for the contract that she herself and her sister signed with her. It's not even her aunt. It's Madame V. No, it is. It's her aunt. It's like. It is her aunt. It's her aunt. Now, I think it's like her her uh, step aunt or aunt. No, no, not step aunt. It's her aunt in law. Oh, okay. So because the uncle, mm-hmm, the it. uncle was actually her blood relative and he was looking out for her and um, her sister Jazz when her mom decided to run off. You, okay. When we get there, around. when we get there, when <laughs> I was like, hey, that, when we get to that point, I was like, you ain't bitch. shit. <laughs> like, you ain't shit. Like, Dead ass. Now, she gets in magically and she's able to steal uh, a good amount. What's messed up is that her aunt keeps tacking on penalties, quote unquote penalties. And what it is, is almost like interest so that neither her nor her sister are able to pay it off. Yeah. Um, also, important thing to mention in this, the vault was sealed with some type of magic runes. And to unseal them, she used her blood, which she also left behind because there wasn't enough time to clean it all up. I was like, bitch, mistake number one. Yeah, because that, that comes into play later. Oh, I wanted to talk about um, some things that she mentioned. Yeah. Because she does mention um, she does mention something about like the seven mm-hmm. of that's where they live. Eleonora or uh, Eleonora or, or something like that. that. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this? What is the seven? Like, are those their gods or those like the law enforcement, the government, like whatever that right. is. So that I wanted like to kind of find out. And then she also mentions that she sees a magic contract laying in that vault from someone that she knows. Yeah. Which ends up being her friend's daughter. Oh, my God. Okay. Her friend's name is Nick, and like Nick, Nick isn't. She's not a, a, a what do you call it? Is she no right? She's not an escort. She is. She's an escort. She is. She's an escort. No, she is an escort. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's sometimes it's the same well, that, thing depending on the client, but yeah, she's an escort. That's what I was trying to read because they don't flat out call her an escort or anything like that. They just say that she's doing what she what needs to be done in order for her to support her and her daughter. I think. Um, Oh, we never we didn't even say our heroine's name. Well her name. Oh, sorry. Yes. Our heroine's name is Abriella. Um, but we we she goes by Brie. Yes. And uh what happens is when she sees Fawn's name on the document, she goes straight to Nick's house and she's like, Hey yo, you need to know. You're in some shit. Like, and Fawn is actually crying because she knows she's like, My time is up. And Nick already knows that this is what's happening. Brie, who has a heart of gold for the people that she cares about, it's like, here, take the money. Oh my God. Which, yeah. I'm like, oh God. Because now we oh, know, bitch. now we know she's going to be short giving her money to her aunt. And that's going to inquire a whole other set of problems. Yes. It, it doesn't ever stay the same, you know? Like when you get into a book and they're talking about this always happens and I'm always late. It's always bound to be like the one day, mm-hmm. the one day now that you're late, all shit breaks. <laughs> exactly. Um, so then basically she ends up going back to her house and it's almost very similar to the way Cinderella was treat- treated with her stepsister mm-hmm. and her stepmom. Yeah, it's it's basically the exact same thing. So chapter one ends. Chapter two begins with her at home. Um, she is, her and her sister share a basement bedroom. Her and her sister share a closet. <laughs> a very small walk-in closet. That's how she like 
describes it. She's like, no, there's yeah. not enough space in for there. For anything. For anything. It's like a twin bed and a very small dresser. Yep. And that's it. Yeah. And I was like, that's some bullshit. So not only are you charging them for, we never found out what this contract was yet. No. But I'm assuming it was like, oh, for me, like clothing you and feeding you yeah. because you're not technically my family or some shit like that, which is stupid. Bullshit. She was probably um like, oh, well, you have to sign this contract to pay me back for my services to you. What fucking services? Fucking bitch. What fucking services? <laughs> oh my God. Oh I almost God. called her a cunt. Oh. <laughs> so her sister talks about the ball that's happening. So just like Cinderella, there's a ball yes. that's happening. And a fae prince is looking for a bride. The golden fae queen is looking to marry her, her son to a mortal woman because apparently the fae's are not good at reproducing. Which has been a common thread. Yes, in every, yeah. and every I'm like, book we've read. I know. And now I'm like, no, now wait a, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where is everybody getting these, these stories and these facts from? Are there Faye out there? Can I find an Illyrian warrior? With long hair. Just walking around. And a bun. Who just wants to teach me how to defend myself. <laughs> But it's funny how they all like they all have that common thread because even with different like vampire books, they all have like their different ways of how they describe them. But with the Fae, it's always very. But I feel like very much the same. I feel like with vampire books, there's always one thing that's like consistent. Obviously, they I mean, it's it's the drink blood situation. Like that's always but it's a vampire. So like that's the most consistent thing. But like the almost one of the constant things besides them being devious and supposedly always being evil is. They can't reproduce. They have to reproduce with a mortal person or it's really hard for them to be able to reproduce. So like them having a kid Mm -hmm. is like a blessing or something. Right. So it's it's just really interesting that that seems to be a constant. Where you get your source material. No. Did y'all decide to call each other up and be like, listen, if I'm writing this book. What you write? Right. I want to make sure that, you know, our shit ain't the same, but also like the the basis, the foundation. <laughs> it's consistent, damn it. At this point, I also was like, how can this girl be so stupid after she's heard all of the like things about the fame and whatever to want to go and be a be a fucking princess? Mm. Right. So it's not that she wants to go and marry this prince. No. It's actually more upsetting to me than that. Because if she just wanted to be like in a lane, I'd be like, okay, fine, go off. Right. But what she wants to do is worse. She wants to go to the ball to find their mother that abandoned them for their fate or for her fey lover and has not seen them in like what, the last nine or so years? They were apparently they were super young when it happened. Their mom at some point dropped them off at their uncle's and just dipped. She just left with her, her fae lover and they, they never saw her again. And so obviously Brie has a lot of resentment and anger. Then you factor in their uncle dying and their aunt taking over and being like, well, you guys have to sign all these contracts. What that you yes, ever did see. I was just like, oh my God. So Brie is like half listening, half not. She's kind of like, shooting it all down then we get introduced to sebastian okay can we can we pause yes. here yeah, yeah sebastian the best friend of course the person that she's fallen for but doesn't know if his feelings are like are um, unrequited or whatever i want to I, I want to bring this up right now because okay god they describe sebastian as 
it's either white hair or platinum blonde hair or something, white. right? It's white, white hair, hair. And, yeah. and like blue or green eyes or something like that. Like um, the front of this book, he's got white hair. His ears though are pointed. So if this is Sebastian. Girl, girl, I thought, okay, okay, listen. I thought about it when I looked at the front of the book and I was like, oh no, that can't be him. Like he's training to be a mage and blah, 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 blah. But when we get further down the line and they recognize the prince is missing from the ball, I was like, no, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> Pop the brakes. Hold up. So he could very well be the uh the Sealy Court's prince. I'm calling it now. The son of the or the son of the son uh queen. I'm calling it now. This man is the prince. Bitch, that's a good ass theory. It's it's a po- I guarantee you it's it's gonna give you the like Castile vibe of like pretending to be somebody else, but actually being the prince. Ah, Guaranteed. I love it. That would that would make so much sense because the way that he was like talking to her. Right, that's what I mean. In one of the one of the further chapters, I was like, why are you so pressed, bro? Right. But yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. That's also why he tells her not to go. That's what I mean. <laughs> oh shit. So Sebastian comes in and Sebastian's kind right. of like, no, like you guys shouldn't go. Like, you know that they aren't that great. You know that that the Fae people are are devious and they're me. This whole thing, and I'm just like, okay. Yeah, and then on page 33, he's like, he says something, and what I interpreted was he's afraid that she's going to fall in love with the prince. And Brie is like, boy, bye. I'm like, why? Why are you afraid she's going to fall in love with the prince? Because you're the prince? You that boy? I'm telling you, I really, I really think that he is. Ashley, that would be insane. My question, though, this is my question. Who this? Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that when I get to it, I'm gonna say it. Or when we get to it, I'm gonna say it. So after he tells her, don't go to the fucking ball, the next day, Bria's like, all right, Jazz, you convinced me, fuck it, we'll go to the ball. I'm like, well, that didn't take much. And Sebastian finds out, and of course, he's pissed, and she's trying to like apologize to him, and like they share this tender moment. And then this dumb, stupid, ugly looking ass, trifling bitch. You talk about her name or the cousin? The cousin. Cassia. Cassia Cassia or something like that. Her dumbass name. You sound stupid. She (laughs) was upset. She was upset that Sebastian was giving Brie this attention. And Brie has mentioned it earlier on in this chapter that Cassia and the the sister, I don't know what their other cousin's name is. She don't matter. Um, Don't matter. (laughs) Cassia and, and the other cousin apparently like have ratted her out to her aunt whenever Sebastian shows up. Yeah, they've used it as blackmail for her. Yeah, and so like she's like they're obviously they're they're definitely jealous because Sebastian is um you know he's good looking. Turns out that the aunt has taken it upon herself to trade the sister and basically has given Bree her freedom and has earned the money that she wouldn't have gotten from them due to the debt. And I was just like... Kill that bitch. (laughs) When I read that, I was like, what? Kill that bitch. She doesn't deserve to live. We move on to chapter three. Immediately, Brie runs into that office of her aunt. And she's like, what the hell is going on? Where is my sister? What did you do? This bitch is just like... I. She is the most atrocious person that I have met thus far. Um, Yes. And also, also, she's refusing to tell... Brie, 
where she took Jazz, like who she sold Yo. her to. And I was like, just let her, just like, and she's like, no, you're not going to mess this up for me. So Brie takes it upon herself to go visit the Harry Potter goblin underneath the stairs. Oh my God, I really <laughs> Dobby. <laughs> it's like a creepier version of Dobby. Yes! And she gets the information out of him for the exchangement of two locks of her hair. So, okay, so when she said that, you know, her sister had had, like, shorter hair in the front and then longer hair in the back, like, before, and she was like, oh, it looked good on her, maybe it'll look good on me. I don't mind cutting these two pieces. Why did I immediately picture, like, a 1920s, like, short bob where it's close-cropped and very straight, and then the rest of her <laughs> hair being long? I don't know why I didn't think of bangs, like the bitch has on the front of the fucking book. Like... Bangs. She's got bangs, guys. <laughs> I was like... Oh, right, because she has bangs on the front of the book, so that that, that makes sense. <laughs> also, so everybody knows, um, the goblin or whatever he is keeps calling her fire girl. And the reason for this is because Brie is a redhead. Her sister actually is a brunette. So they're, they're sisters, but they look, com- they look complete opposites. And mm-hmm. what Brie says is not only are, are their looks complete opposite, but their attitudes are complete opposites as well. Um, but I, I wanted to put that in there so everybody can, can try to imagine. Oh, that might play into a, a little theory that I have later with her and her sister's look. Thank you for bringing that up. He also, before she leaves, he gives her this um, silver bracelet that has like silver threads on it. And he's like, this will help you when you're um, in the Feylands. If you break one of the threads, I will feed you information on what you need to know to help you survive. Like. Listen, if you're getting fucked up, like a bear is mauling you in some shit, don't I'm tell me because I can't you. help you. But if you need information, I got you. So I was <laughs> like, okay, so this man, this man is a Harry Potter goblin, a hairdresser, and a Mission Impossible sidekick all in one. <laughs> Dobby is everything. Mm, Dobby mm, is apparently, everything. Apparently, he's a jack of all trades. Um yes. Oh, he also on page 43, this bitch, this is her, her, uh, her favorite moment. This is her only favorite moment in the last, uh, five chapters. Was it 43? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's 43. So he's trying to tell her some shit, but she's like, where did they take my sister? Where did they take my sister? Why did they take my sister? Cause it ends up being like the king of the unsealy court, which is supposed to be the most ruthless fairies ended up buying her. And yeah. so the goblin is like, oh, he took her because he wants Jasmine Kincaid, sister of the fire girl, daughter of the beautiful mortal who... And then she cuts him off. I'm like, bitch, obviously he's about to give you some fucking key information. Like, what are you doing? Because then she says, I know who my sister is. No, no, he was about to go in depth. He's about to yes. go in depth on a whole bunch of shit. And you were just like... About your mother, who you do not know. So could you shut the fuck up and just receive that information, please? For the rest of us. Now we got to puzzle this shit together. (laughs) That's what, that's always the key thing in books. If you would have just listened the first fucking time, all of this shit would have got it. Exactly. Exactly. He also tells her to be careful about playing into the king's trap. Because he's like, he knows that you're going to come for your sister. I guarantee you the king was betting on this. He was betting on her. Oh, absolutely. So she didn't think about any of that. She's just like, I gotta go. I'm like, okay, bitch. And when you get caught the fuck up. (laughs) 
So the king's name is King Mordius, right? Mordius. I think so. (laughs) His name Morbius. King Morbius. I like that though. I like that. King Morbius. Yes. So there's some players. We have, um, we know that there's the golden queen who is the queen of the Seely Court, which is supposed to be mm-hmm. the good, loving, nice phase, right? And yeah. there's a prince in that court. And that prince's name is Prince Ronan. Yeah. Then we have King Morbius and Prince Finian. Finian. Fin- I Finian. think it's Finian. Yeah, Finian. which is. Crazy because the prince is not actually his son. He stole that throne. Prince Finian is King Oberon's son. Now, Oberon, I know this shit. This King shit, Obi-Wan. I know. Oberon? King Obi-Wan! Obi-Wan! <laughs> so I know, um, I don't know if it's like Camelot or what, but I know that like King Oberon is really, it, it's way back in, in all types of folklore. King Oberon is actually the king of the fairies. Okay. So maybe that's where everybody's getting their shit from. Maybe everybody is looking up the original that make sense. folklore of like King Oberon and Avalon and all that other stuff from like Camelot. That would make a, a lot of sense. Yeah. So Prince Finian is actually King Oberon's son and he is the rightful heir to the Unseelie court. Yeah. King Morbius is trying to defend his throne as well. And it's interesting too because uh, Greedy Goblin... Or Green Goblin. I don't know what to call him. Green he Goblin! Tells Bree, <laughs> he tells Bree, like, yeah, he'll do anything to secure his throne. And that's probably why he took your sister. And she's like, but we're nobody. <laughs> you are not nobody. With her saying we're nobody, but the moment she cut, she cut him off from him saying, your mother who? Who? Your mom who? What, what was going on with your mama? What, what's happening? Because... Right. Obviously, your mother is a player that we need to know about. Play a player from the Himalayas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, your mom is a, is a key key component to what the fuck is going on right now in this story. And then, then Dobby goes further into it and tells her how she can get to the Unseely Court. And the Seely Queen has a portal. Dobby goes into this whole fucking story. It's like, oh, bitch, you ain't know? Let me tell you, they was in love, okay? <laughs> like, bro, is this the Suriel or is this the Suriel? Like, <laughs> he basically tells her that the Seely Queen um, was once a princess, obviously, and she was in love with Oberon. So she was visiting this man in secret. Secret love. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Romeo and Juliet situation. Star-crossed lovers, not from the same household. And right. so she she had to sneak to go see him. Yeah, and she never destroyed that that portal. So it's just sitting in her basement. What? what? But like, I feel like that says a lot because that man is no longer the king of that court and yet you couldn't bring it upon yourself to destroy the portal? Well, I'm thinking, did he did he die tragically? Is he still alive? Like, I don't know. Also, at this point, with this information, I'm like, okay, is her mom, like, secretly Faye? <gasps> oh, shit. What is because, she yeah, is her mom, like, secretly Faye? And then maybe she, I don't know, or maybe half Faye. I don't know. I don't know. And created, like, two little humanoids. And couldn't take them back with her. Like, what, what's going on here? I also thought that. I I sat there and I was like, what if 
what it is is that maybe her mom is human because the Fae have issues with reproducing, but their father, because they don't mention their dad. So I'm like, no. what if their father is Faye? You know what I mean? Like, I was tr- really trying to piece together the mom's backstory and mm-hmm. why she did what she did. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like they're little, little breadcrumbs that we're trying to, like, put together. Mm-hmm. Um, so this moves us into chapter four. Brie and Sebastian, they have this whole moment where they have the friends to lovers kiss. I was like, well, that didn't take he long. Was like, he was like, wait for me. He was like, right. But also this is the point where he's like, right. He's like, wait for me. I know I can help. And then he's also like, I'm afraid that you're going to go and you're going to see this prince and you're going to figure out like, he's not who you think he is and you're going to like him. Is it because it's you? Is it because it's you? It's because it's you. It's you. Yeah. And he's trying to be like, oh, well, what if he's not so bad? It's you. It's you. It's you, bro. It's you. Stop fucking around. It's you. Um, Oh my God. This moves on to skipping forward in time in the day. Brie almost gets caught by Gorsh and his goonmen. <laughs> I give it to Nick, though, because Nick had the backbone, like, as they were, because she was trying to buy Brie time. So as mm. she was buying Brie time, they're, like, telling her, oh, who's in there? Then they're like, we're going to break down the door. And she was like, well, what? As you said, this is all I got. Why, why are you going to break right. down the door? Right. And if you break it down, you damn sure better bring somebody to fix it pay. or pay for a yep. replacement. Because let me tell you how it's not about to go down like this. I give it to Nick. Um, I like sat there. I was like, yes, yes. Like, buy your, buy yeah. your girl time. Right. Oh, we also forgot to mention that um, Sebastian gives Brie this amulet of protection, which she feels like it really helped her um, escape and get mm-hmm. to the portal. Mm-hmm. But this bitch shows up at the portal in Nick's dress, which is way too big on her. Oh, yes. Dirty as hell. Face all fucking scratched up. She does make it through the portal, but not before the guards get there. They're like, hey, yo, have you seen this girl? We're offering a hefty reward. Bruh, she she ran. She ran to that shit. And it's crazy, too, because they were like, the girl behind her was telling her, like, you can't see the portal if you don't believe. Yeah. And she was like, please, 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 please. (laughs) (laughs) And she just took off running. She just took off running. This bitch is going to give me issues, bro. <laughs> um, so from there, we move on to chapter five. She makes it through the portal, which even she herself is surprised. There are hundreds, if not thousands of girls who are lining up to get into the castle. This is, I think this is what she really gets a good look at herself. And she's like, oh shit, like I look raggedy. Yeah. Thanks to what's her name? Uh, Pritha. Because Preetha's like, oh, baby girl, they're not going to let you in looking like that. Let me help you. But wait, let me tell you, because I really sat and thought about this. The moment Preetha shows up, I immediately was like, what is this girl's agenda? What is happening? Fairy godmother. Because I immediately was like, there are thousands of girls around her. And not one of those other girls was like, hey, boo, like, you're not looking so great. But yet this one chick out of the blue just shows up and starts telling her all the secrets that she needs to know in order to pass. Like, and Brie doesn't question it the way I question it. Obviously, she's not worried about getting in there. She was only sent there to help Brie, which is why, again, fairy godmother. But okay, but what I mean is like, what, while I was reading this, though, I immediately got super, you know, suspicious. I was like, oh, Hold yeah. Up. Yeah. Well, because we had already determined like there were elements of Cinderella in this story, I immediately was like, oh, bet, boo, that's your fucking pumpkin carriage. That, that's that's yeah, the girl. That's, that's her. That's, that's her. Um, 
But yeah, that's immediately what I thought about her. And I also um, thought about that when she got to the door and she was like, I looked behind me to thank the girl and she wasn't there. I she, guess she didn't get in. No, she was a figment. Not of your imagination, but just like a figment or whatever. Right. Um, I have to also say, I'm really upset that when she gets into this party, she falls into the trap of the fame music. Okay, first off, why is that also in every Faye book we read? The fame music and the wine. <laughs> yeah. And the wine. Where, where, who is having this wine who and how can this I get experience? some? No, no. I, I want some of this wine. <laughs> My question is, who actually went through these trials and tribulations to tell the tale? Right. Because, or did they just um, have people test it out and then watch from the back and then write notes? <laughs> I would like to have this trial. This, this sounds like fun to me. No Faye wine for you, bitch. No. Okay. So when she makes it through, she um she's actually running away from her cousins. Because her mm-hmm. cousins also made it through. So she's running away from her cousins. She's also realizing I gotta find <laughs> the portal is in a wardrobe. Like lying the witch the wardrobe. I was like, okay, it's 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 nice. It's nice how she combined all of these things so flawlessly. Narnia. It's Narnia. Yeah. Yeah. So we got Narnia, we got <laughs> we Cinderella, got we got Robin Hood, we have uh, from Blood and Ash, we have Akatar. I love how she just weaved it through going. naturally. It's I love it. And as she's running away from her cousins, she run she runs into somebody. Please read the description on page sixty six of this guy. It's the last paragraph. Yep. So she says, "My breath catches at the sight of a tall male with light brown skin. This is no simple fairy. He's stunning. His dark hair hangs to his angular jawline in a shaggy mop of curls. His silver eyes." glow like moonlight and are framed by thick dark lashes is that not him that is him is that not him him. that's him that's him that's him that's him did you did you also realize though did you also realize that sebastian way back when had her and her sister recite a riddle that said basically said do not do not trust silver eyes right don't make any ties with the silver Silver eyes So the moment, the moment I read this, the moment I read he has silver eyes, like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, bitch. I did not even realize. I was like, oh, yeah, that's because at first I didn't realize that that was Sebastian on the cover. So it's Sebastian and this guy who I uh, I wholeheartedly believe this guy, he's the heir to the moon cart. He's Finn. You think he's Finian? I think he's Finian. Okay. I'll let you know why as we go on, but I I, damn sure think he's Finian. (laughs) I really like that they gave him a Reese type of entrance. I was like, oh, ah! oh there you are. I've been looking at I was like, I this is something in my life. Here it is. Yes, bitch. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically she runs into this guy and as she's running into him, he's like, hey, do you want to dance? And she's like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to dance. At that exact moment, she realizes her cousins are like zoning in, not because they see her, but, but they're just, in the vicinity. So she immediately is like, yeah, all right, let's dance. So they go out to the dance floor. We don't know how long she stayed on the dance floor because she was mesmerized. Bro. Yeah. She was she was like ugh. she was like switching from one partner to another. Then somebody hands her fairy wine. Yeah. And here comes her dark hair savior again. Like, nope, that's enough. Walked Grabs right her up off to her. the floor. Yes. And was like, you need to catch your breath. And then we find out this bitch has been on the dance floor for a whole 24 hours. Facts? Facts. A whole 24 hours. 24 like, hours. Oh, no. She was dancing. 
Man, she she was cutting it up. <laughs> she was cutting it up. And I found it interesting that this guy was the one who put her on the dance floor and then also came to her rescue. Yeah. Like, maybe he didn't intend for that to happen, but I don't know. I don't know. It's like, at this point, it's like, I don't know if I trust you or not. At the same time, though, it could have been that he also got distracted because it doesn't say what happens to him. So it could be that he intended to be her dance partner, you know, take her off the dance floor at at a reasonable time. But he himself could have been distracted and, like, accidentally left her there. Right. Like, bitch, you are still here. Get your ass. Threw her over his shoulder. (laughs) So basically, he gets her off the dance floor. She's like, oh shit, I have to go say jazz. And then she goes, she like tries to leave and he notices a scar that's on her arm, I believe, or like her wrist. Yeah, it's on her, it's on her wrist and it kind of looks like a crescent moon on one part and then a sunburst on the other. And he's like, oh, that's a, that's a very interesting scar. Yeah. And then he goes on to say, don't let the queen see it. Now, in my mind, I'm like, now hold the fuck up. What do you know that I don't know? Right, exactly. And then I start, I start piecing stuff together and I'm like, okay, Sunny D was in love with King Omarion. Ooh, there we go. Now, <laughs> now Brie looks human, but what if she might be actually full fae? What if she is the child, maybe? That's supposed to unite the the, the fucking yeah to unite the Sealy and the Unsealy court and get them out of their their feud. That'd be really interesting. Yeah, that yeah. I would. Yeah, okay, I could see that because then so that she would make might a be lot full. Yeah, she might be full fair half fay. That doesn't really matter right now. But what matters is I think that that's her her thing. I think that maybe she's prophesized to do that. Right. But also, I'm like, why not let the queen see it? Like what's going on here? I don't understand. So also this guy has Mr. Thomas vibes. Like he was all trying to like (laughs) be devious in the beginning. And then he comes Mm -hmm. to her rescue. He's like a sexy Mr. Thomas though. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Like a sexy Mr. Thomas. Yeah. So basically he, he warns her in that way. And then she takes this time to try to find the wardrobe. So she she roams around the castle. She runs into like a couple things, like the kitchen, for instance. Okay, wait, but how? But how she runs into that? Yeah, because she says that the queen comes down the hall. The guards are coming, and she's like, "Oh shit, they're gonna see me." She tries to press into the shadows and become like invisible. And this bitch actually becomes invisible and can walk through a fucking wall. Yeah, what is that? Yeah. She kitty. She kitty from X Men. She walks. Hey yo, X Men is also in this story. <laughs> Bro, I was like, now, now hold up a fucking minute. And then she goes on to say, oh, why didn't anybody ever tell me that humans have powers in the Fae world? Because you're not human, boo. You're not, not human. It's not special about you. It's not special right. about you. So I found that really interesting. And I was also like, what the fuck? How did that happen? Unless her fairy godmother gave her those abilities to roam around the I castle. So. But I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm just like throwing shit and seeing what sticks at the wall right Let's now. Let's go away. Um, so all that happens and then... In this chapter, we jump and she says that she found it, that she mm-hmm. found the wardrobe and. Um, but not the lion and the witch. No, just the wardrobe. <laughs> just the wardrobe. Um, but then, you know, what's really funny. The dude followed her. Yeah. He was following her. He's like, oh, you're you're interesting. I wanted to see, you know, how far you get if you get caught. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I was like, no, you weren't. You care. But OK, I'll take it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. He try, when he says that she's like, he's trying to figure out who she is. 
And yes. she's like, oh, I'm a handmaiden for the queen. Now he's like, I'm not buying that because the queen doesn't <laughs> employ people that are prettier than her. And I was like, yes, I read that. I was like, smooth. I was like, oh. I was like that is smooth as fuck. I like him. <laughs> um, oh, also, also at this point, too, um, the clock is ticking closer to midnight and mm-hmm. she has to get in that fucking wardrobe. Yeah. She says that um, he gets a little bit frustrated, like he's like trying to get the information out of her. Yes. But it's not like he's like, tell me what you tell me what I want to know. Tell me like right now. But he's like, listen, I can help you. Because she's like, I have to wink, go. I have wink. to go. He's like, just let me help you. Wink, wink. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and then this bitch, oh my God, he's clearly, clearly not a threat. No. But she's like, no, and stumbles backward into the wardrobe falls into a different room, which is a black bed with black sheets and is surrounded by guards. First off, first off, the moment I read black black bed with, with black sheets, I was like, um, queen, golden queen, what the fuck were you doing? Because this, this is your portal. This is your portal. <laughs> you know exactly what she was doing, bitch. She was beating them yams. <laughs> she was getting them yams beat. <laughs> oh, God. You know she damn falls- well. <laughs> she falls in. <laughs> She fell right into that bed and went. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm done. done. So she falls in and basically there are sentries that are like all around her. They were expecting her. And they're basically like, Abriella, Kincaid, come with us. King Morbius awaits your arrival. Arrival. And I was just like, oh, girl, you've been set up. I was like, you've been set up. The ultimate setup i was like god damn it brie if you would have just listened to the handsome morally gray dark-haired love interest <laughs> right all of this could have been, been avoided right you wouldn't be in this goddamn mess you're up to your right. ass and alligators <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we end yeah. um for this episode and i gotta say like i loved it so far i absolutely loved it yes yeah yeah so did well I. written a lot of like different stories um, sewn into it. And I thoroughly enjoyed the fact that we were already starting on a snowball. And at that, it was a snowball that was being packed on with more information. It's just all going all at once. And I'm like, I'm here for it. I'm totally here for it. Like, this is what we like. Just when I open the book, I'm going to get punched in the mouth. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what we um, want here at YA. <laughs> so the next couple of chapters that we're going to be reading are chapters five, or sorry, not five, um, six through ten. Oh, I can't wait to see how baby girl escapes this shit. <laughs> Any predictions? Um, I think I laid them out throughout the uh, throughout the episode. The only really big one that I have is that the guy that she met at the ball is Finnegan. Prince Finnegan. Finnegan? Right. Is it Finnegan? Finnegan. 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 Right. Finn. There you go. Finn. Prince Finn. Isn't that, wasn't that the name of the guy from Hunger Games? Finnick. No, Finnick. Oh, his name was Finnick. Okay. That's his name now, Prince Finnick. <laughs> but okay, so <laughs> my predictions is I do, I do think that Sebastian is Prince Ronan. Yeah, guarantee that's all, oh, bitch. That blew that me. Like, that blew me. That's, I guarantee you that he is Prince Ronan. And I do believe what you're saying about um, this dude being Prince Finn. 
because yeah. it's just with Sebastian, it was just too much of a lot of like, don't go, don't go, don't go. And then, well, if you do go, maybe you'll like him. Maybe it'll be different. Maybe da da da, whatever. It's like, no, you're he's he's Prince Roman. I, I guarantee you. And I do yeah. think that this dude is Prince Finn because like he's shrouded in mystery. We don't know much about him. And like, what the why are you at this court? What were you doing? You're the only person there with silver eyes. What you doing there? Right. What you doing? What's happening? Mm-hmm. Suspicious. Um, yeah. I I don't know. We'll, I, I, I'm curious to see what King Morbius has in store for her. Hopefully that Jazz isn't being tortured or, or you know, anything like that. I would hope not. I'm also yeah. curious to see how her mom plays into all of this. Same. There's obviously way more in regards to her mother and what, what was going down when they were little than what's being currently told. Yeah. Way more. Yeah. Ooh. I'm excited. I'm excited. Ooh. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to read the rest of this damn book. Yeah, so that's what we're going to get into for the next episode. Chapters. Chapters <laughs> 6 through 10. It's sounds like goddamn Donald. Not Donald. Daffy Duck. God damn it. Why oh do I always get them God. confused? Fuck. I'm done speaking. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, um, we want to say um, check us out. Write a review. Um, follow us on IG at YA. Oh. I already did this, bitch. I oh, you did. This. You did. I did. I'm sorry. I'm trying to. I, it, I'm sorry. I'm burned out. Um, with it's that, all right. We, we love both you guys. Out. <laughs> we love you guys. <laughs> we love you and always stay quiet at heart. Uh, Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>